Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hi. Doug and I have both gone back to Yakuza. So we came into Yakuza 0, and we came into here from two different places. I tried 4 yeah. a couple of years ago and thought, what is this dumb thing? I could, oh man, <laughs> I begged you to play Yakuza 4. And I four. played it for about an hour <laughs> and a half and went, what is this dumb thing? Turned it off, never touched it again. Yeah. Doug loved Yakuza 4. Got zero, said zero's great, you gotta play zero, it's so much better, da, 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 da. and I finally broke down, it was like 15 bucks, and said fine, if you'll shut up, I'll play Yakuza Zero, and oh my god, do I love Yakuza Zero. <laughs> That's so funny, that story, that story that you just like burned down was like literally like years of me saying you should play this game. Yes, it was, it was very long time in the making to get to four, and then I think as soon as zero came out, you're like, no, you need to go back to this, you need to give this another shot, you need to da 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 Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Yakuza Zero. So I was brand new, fresh into this, so I had no clue really what I was getting into. Um, you had only yeah. played four, correct? I had played. So I played four when it came out as a PS Plus game, and was like very excited to play it. And four was kind of like a light reboot of the series. It, re- it introduced a lot of new characters and stuff, and it was kind of like a light reboot of the series. Played that one, loved Yakuza, got Yakuza Five. I was like, oh crap, this is the same thing as Yakuza Four, and then did like stopped it about an hour and a half in because they're all very similar games. Then I picked up Yakuza 0, like, day one, played, like, half of it, and I was like, oh, it kind of feels like Yakuza 4 again, <laughs> and turned it off. <laughs> and then, actually, I think it was just because you and you know, another friend of ours started getting into it again, because you guys just both picked it up around the same time, and I was like, crap, I just gotta go back and finish this. So, I had, like, I had, like, a year, like, literally, I, when I boot up my save, there was a year gap from, like, the first part <laughs> I played to, like, the next part I played. Which, and then finished up recently. with the crazy amount of stuff that's going on in Yakuza, cannot be easy, because there's a whole no. bunch of stuff going on in this game. Too much, some might say, <laughs> to keep track of. Oh, everybody should say, dude, Yakuza, I, I love Yakuza games. I always feel like they have a much better handle on story than the player does, like at all times, because there's a million names flying out. There's a million different organizations, sub-organizations, and then sub-sub-organizations that are all interacting with and each everybody's, other. And everybody has their place on the hierarchy, and you're trying to figure out, like, you're a lieutenant, you're a captain, you're a lieutenant advisor, you're a... <laughs> so you're here but then there's also the big group and in the big group you're at the bottom of the big group at the top of the small group but in the middle because then there's another group below you (laughs) and it it took me forever to realize like oh all of this in all of this fighting between these different families and different groups they're all part of the same organization yeah they're (laughs) like like a little like they're the arms of the organization just fighting against each other to figure out who's the best in the organization but they all still go to the same organization Oh yeah, and I mean, like, and the thing, but the thing I do like about Yakuza stories is like, they while they feel like they're just kind of going off the rails with this like amount of like different things kind of going on within the story. Like, it's not like Kingdom Hearts where you kind of feel like they barely have a handle on what's going on in the story. <laughs> um, it feels much more like, oh no, it actually does kind of make sense that why these inter- why these organizations are interacting the way they were. If this happened, if this guy did this one thing, how would this organization react? Yeah. And it was really interesting, like how they all played off each other. I don't even know if it's like kind of worth going the story, but essentially it's all these families going going after the small plot of land. Um, Which is the center of and, a real estate deal that you're trying to set up and become the best real estate person in there. And whoever does it gets the promotion or something. And I don't know. The one thing I will say, I do, I do think it's not necessarily worth going into, but the one thing I will say is that this game has a very strong central story. You could just follow yeah. the main middle. Here's the, here's the, specific story we are telling in yakuza zero and ignore about half the characters and most of the organizational bullshit 
yeah. you could still get a really good story out of this, just that centerline story, oh, yeah. which I think is cool because I think it, it, it allows that dive into the extended families and the extended clans and all of this stuff. Or if you're really just focused on Majima and Karu and how they are going their ways, you can do that and you can just stick on that path and that's still cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the one thing that I think the, the thing that I think Yakuza games always excel at is that no matter what's going on, they have like two. They always have like very good central protagonists that like everything's kind of happening around, and that's sort of your anchor of like understanding what the fuck is exactly, going on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like you might not know like how the sub 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 family <laughs> works into who's like in a different city, but they're also kind of in the same city. It's very confusing. So most of the time, yeah. Um, but just how they're interacting with your character, you know. Okay, at this point in time, this guy. Is a bad guy for my this is this guy is doing bad things to me that might change it always does everybody seems to beat the shit out of each other and then afterwards is like still business partners there's <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of that going on that is the one thing i want to do start with is being the shit out of people the combat oh, yeah. in this is super fun yeah. i remember playing yakuza 4 and thinking like this is stupid there's just a group of people watching me on the street beat the shit out of somebody what the hell am I doing? And then you start playing this and like, as you get into it and you change the styles and everything and you can pick up items and you can do all this stuff. It's a really cool, just like beat em up style of game where it's nothing yeah. super crazy. Nothing. It's, it's that perfect middle line of like not being too complex that it's just irritating as hell and not being so simple yeah. that I'm button mashing. It's that great mix of like, okay, I can dodge a little bit. Certain styles are going to fit different situations better. And just the gameplay mm-hmm. of it, that basic fighting gameplay of it is just so much fun to just walk down the street and sometimes even just run into the people on purpose. Be like, okay, I need to fight somebody really quick. Yeah, it's a, it's a JRPG with beat em up combat. Yeah, like burned down to the simplest stuff. Like there's like a lot. There's a sort of level up system. There's a ton of random battle encounters that have like different types of enemy makeups and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I I do agree. I that's, I think that's the one thing that kind of kept me through. It's like it's if you want like i guess it's an action rpg kind of if you want to put it like <laughs> kind of um, but yeah no the, just that basic just like fighting feels good and they and in this one um this is like a lot of the things they did in yakuza 0 are actually kind of new to the series like you can swap between different styles which is basically like your fast style your heavy style and then you're like um attack a lot of enemies at one style that was kind of new to the series and then they also just the just the hitting somebody feels really good because they have like an explosion of money. Oh yeah, that's that feels so like great. every time it feels great. <laughs> it feels so good every time there's an ex- and like every hit has like some sort of like weird explosion of money and it's just so so good. <laughs> yeah, and actually I just I was so into this that I instantly went out and bought Kiwami and that's one of the things I miss about this. And Kiwami you just hit people and you just hit them and there's no like money flying out of them and none of this crazy. Oh, there stuff. isn't. So I like, know. Oh, I just smash his head into the wall and no money flew out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a really cool like indicator thing because I and like I mean if we want to get in, like the money system a bit, it's like it's an interesting system where your characters start off poor and then do not end anywhere near poor. Um, and it's kind of interesting. I liked how the the leveling up system you pay for while also just buying stuff in the world you pay for. And at first there's sort of this balance of like crap. If I want to buy something in this world, like actually this might cost experience points for me. But at the end, like that balance, like that sort of teeter totter, like definitely tips one way yeah. where you're just trying to get experience points or try it. But then at that point you can start buying real estate and doing this and doing that. Um, so I really like that money system. I'm not sure how how'd you feel about the money system or do you like not really utilize it? Cause you, you can do whatever I, you want. I pretty much just went straight experience because I didn't, um, that kind of gets us into the second part or the other main part of this. I didn't really get into the mini games. I didn't really get too much into that oh, stuff. Yeah. So my money went straight experience the whole way. Just nope. Leveling up my character. That's really surprising because I think the, I think the big thing that's actually the kind of like one of the draws of the Yakuza series is that there's just so much stuff to do. It's like, 
I think with like Grand Theft Auto, I think what you think of like Western open open worlds, like the thing is like, oh, the world's so big, there's so much to do. And this one, like the world is really dense, but there is a ton of shit you can do on the sides. Like very elaborate and sometimes annoying things that you can just like completely avoid. Yeah. There's like weird mini games that like that like at first it's like okay this, I kind of get this but it's like oh wait there's actually some like weird deep system to this that like you can either interact with or not like you can there's a whole separate battle system thing that you can do that's like an underground fighting arena you can just ignore it completely if you want and I think that's the thing I really like is that if the game basically lets you pick and choose like what sort of mini games you want to get invested yeah. in um, or you can just like do what you did which is like totally viable you can just completely ignore them too and still get through the story just i didn't fine. completely ignore them but i did you know just like a couple of each one or i don't even i don't even know if i got to all of them but it was just one of those like i just want to check it out and that's kind of cool and it solves my issue of open world games where it's just like i hate that i get to the end and it's like i've done the same thing a hundred times because every yeah. mini game is different you're bowling you're doing batting cages you're selling real estate you're whatever it may be um managing yeah. a club it's like all of these different things all have such a unique system to them that they feel mm-hmm. completely out of nowhere when you get in there. You don't necessarily, when you go into something, know what you're walking into. Like, oh, okay, like this real estate yeah. game is really weird and complex. And there's a whole bunch of yeah. heavy simulation aspects that play into it in terms of like where your real estate's located and how much, and like all the stuff that kind of goes into it and who's managing it and all this stuff. And yeah. it's, they take those so seriously compared to any other game I've seen where these yeah, are yeah, not yeah. just oh let's put let's put a driving thing in there and oh yeah i guess if you want to you can you can race or something great go for it yeah this is like no we're gonna do this and it's going to be well done there's like the the karaoke thing looks like something straight out of rock band and it's it's, it's just your button presses and everything but everything about it is done really really well it's timed well there's clearly like okay there's a good spot to hit this there's not a good spot to hit this and getting into the really complex one, like the managing the club one, like I did maybe one or two of them, but you can tell there's a whole bunch of systems at play and there's a whole bunch of things that you need to learn just as you're doing this one thing to really master that one mini game and the one part of this game. Yeah, and it's really cool. I I just like that the, I like the idea that it's like, if you find this one fun, then you can do this one. If you don't find this one fun, then you don't have to sort of thing. Um, Like there's a really elaborate pool mini game. Like you can play pool Mm -hmm. or play darts or play, uh, mahjong one time and then not understand anything and then just leave and never touch the mahjong parlors again yeah <laughs> but there's yeah. A, there's a super involved mahjong game in this that like i just like didn't touch it all because i don't understand how to play mahjong yeah i think i, but, I think i opened uh, that one too yeah. and i was like nope not for me <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the other things i really like about this game is that it's um it i think there's like a lot of things like when you can't put your finger it's like this is a japanese game it feels japanese but i don't really know what that means but this one it's like it it feels like a very touristy game of japan because they have a lot of like real world um japanese cultural things like uh, like this this fact that everybody hands off tissues to you like why the hell does everybody hand off tissues to you all the time and like i had to re- look this up it's like oh in the 1980s that's how they passed out advertising was on tissues um a lot of the magazine racks are filled with real world magazines that are that are era specific so like if you go to the magazine shop you can look at a magazine cover from 1980 of a real magazine you can buy um it's really weird i don't know if you did this but if you go into whiskey bars they give you like an advertisement for the whiskey that you're getting no i didn't do that that's kind of cool it's really funny like when you try a whiskey like they'll just have an animation of you drinking it and then the bartender explains like oh this whiskey was built in like was from a foundation or a company built in like 1894 and they specialize in this this and that i was like that can't be like a real and that's oh no that's a real whiskey brand that really does do those things um so i really liked i just liked how it felt like it it 
it felt very like that like like foreign i guess but it felt like it was kind of neat just like sort of exploring this sort of like japanese culture stuff um while playing the game it definitely felt like a game more so than other ones where i feel like i was like transported to a place that actually felt like it existed because it, it does kind of i yeah. kind of exist and again i think that goes uh, back I, I don't know how you felt about that yeah i yeah. think that goes back to what you said when it comes to open world games where you look at a grand theft Auto, it's like we we have fully rendered fully built fifty nine thousand city blocks of this city yeah. and it's like no there's like there's like 12 streets but yeah. every every street has something and every spot has something and every single piece of this game has some character uh, it's yeah. almost my issue with like procedurally generated games where it's like big yeah. is fine. Great. Go big. That's fine. But something small and really, really well done and handcrafted almost feels bigger and feels more alive than this giant empty city. Um, and yeah. I think that's, I think that's what really helped me through this as well is just, you get so comfortable with the city. Like they're like, Oh, it's on the street. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's the cross street here. That's two blocks over mm-hmm. next to the batting cages. And it's like you get a sense of this town as you play this game, which you don't in an open world game. If somebody were to, if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and somebody says, oh, yeah, it's on this stream. I'm like, okay, crap. Mini map, zoom out. Is that on? Oh, yeah, that's on this island. Drop a point. Drop a point, yeah. Whereas this, it's like, oh, yeah, it's here. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember where that is. And you can just go over there. It's like um, even like restaurant names. There's like the one, of course, as I'm saying, you remember the names and stuff. I'm forgetting the name of the big supermarket. Um, oh, I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's the one. It's the bottom <laughs> left corner is the big supermarket. Whenever I needed something, I always knew like, oh, just go to the bottom left corner of the map because that supermarket had like everything. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just get this feeling. It's like, oh, you need to go get whatever, and oh, okay, I know where to go for that. That's right down here. I don't need yeah. a marker. I don't need to go pull up a map. I don't need somebody to drive me. I just it's bottom left corner. That's where that supermarket is. I think the thing that's really cool about the Akusa series in general that I think you're going to see as you get more into it as well. I think you, I think you've noticed this with with Kiwami is that because every game is set in the same city, you get to explore different aspects and major story things happen in like different areas of the city that like weren't there before. I, I guess I don't want to talk about spoilers, but there is a big change that happens to the city at the at the end of this game that you notice in Kiwami. Um, yeah, there's it, it, it's kind of neat because this town, like you said, in Yakuza Zero becomes like very familiar, but after five or six games in the same city, it's it's one it's on one hand it's like it just feels a little bit copy pasted but it is neat seeing how these people change how the city changes how things interact differently like throughout the the series of games which is i think it's something i really really like um and honestly like at the end of this like i would love to see a game with the exact same almost like the exact same systems in place but just like a fantasy game or something like that because it's such an interesting take on jrpgs i guess if you want to put it like that because it's definitely feels like its own genre i don't know what yeah. what you would call this. I, I, there, there's no there's nothing that i could say this game is like yakuza and i think that's what almost threw me off the first time when i tried to play four is it was like oh so this is like japanese grand theft auto it's not yeah, no yeah. it's nowhere no not, not even, even close, close. <laughs> it's like okay this is an open world game tons of mini games and kind of this like gangster story i'm like okay and and it feels so unique and fresh and everything that it does that there's there's really nothing else like it because so yeah, much yeah. of it it's like okay yep it's open world but it's not that open it's like a jrpg with like these kind of like tearaway battles but it's a beat em up and it's like it's, yeah. it's all these things and it's all this unique take on it and it just it does what it what it does it does so well and it doesn't yeah. short, it doesn't shortchange anything and i think that's the thing that mm-hmm. again you run into with some of these bigger open world games is where this clearly feels like the time filler yeah, at yeah. no point did you have that and i mean there are things in there like there are 80 something side missions or something like that and it's like you some of them are probably i didn't go through all of them but some of them are probably like oh yeah this is a time filler but you don't have to touch that and yeah, yeah. of those 80 the majority of them from what I've heard, and most of the ones that I did, I didn't do a ton of them because I just didn't do a ton of them, are were pretty yeah. interesting, were pretty good, and were well done. And it's just, 
They're really well written. Yes. They're really well written. And, and yeah. that's the thing is nothing feels half-assed in this. No, yeah, yeah, that's Not a, a point. single part of this game felt half-assed, which there are very few games I can say that about. Everything's got that, like, one yeah. moment or that one, like, okay, like, this is kind of my caveat with this. Yeah. This just does everything so well. Yeah, I think I think the thing that's kind of, like, we've talked about in the past is, like, every time a game tries to do something really unique, there's always, like you're saying, these caveats, like, oh, well, they're doing something super unique and weird and interesting, but because they've done that, they can't really, like, rest on their laurels of, like, other things. So this is a little janky, it's a little wonky, but it's, like, it's crazy how different this game mm-hmm. is and how well executed it is. And I think that's, like, one of the things I really like because just, like, every single thing about it feels well executed. I mean, I'll definitely say there's, like, definitely, like, dips and there's definitely points where you're, like, all right because <laughs> like you because like you are in the same city for a lot of it um maybe and but i i don't know i just think i think the game just because it constantly just shifts one of the things we didn't talk about maybe we can talk about a little bit is the tone um the tone of the game is like very very well done and that the main story is super serious really interesting and the side missions go from like really weirdly heartfelt to like just crazy banana bonkers. Oh yeah, um, and and the the switches are so well done. Where it's just like I just yeah. got through this part where like my best friend or this dude I've been working with forever is shot and killed after being captured by a rival gang, and it's so emotional. And I just oh yeah. I can't believe that just happened. And then it's like the next thing you're doing, it's like that dude stole my video game. Go get him. And you're like oh, oh I was gonna I was gonna ask you did the video the, game the video <laughs> but the video game one is one of those ones where it just starts out like you literally you talk to this kid and he's just in line to get yeah. a video game. And you're like, oh, God damn it. Okay, it's one of those, like, oh, I lost my video game. Go get my video game. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, man, that's really sad. <laughs> and I don't want to get to the end of that one because it, it was one of the few that I did where I was just like, oh, man, like, that did not go the way I thought it was going to because it starts out yeah. as just, like, that fetch quest, like, I bought a video game and that man stole it from me. Like, yeah. I'm going to beat that dude up. And there's like it's a really fun play on fetch quests like it's a really clever and and they took it and they're like okay it's the same thing that you do in every other open world game but because they put that emotion into it because they put that story because they put that well-written component of it into it it's like this at no point did this feel like a fetch quest it was like no i gotta yeah by the end you're like i gotta get this stupid thing and then when you ultimately get to the end you're like holy shit okay like yeah that was kind of (laughs) sad Yeah, there, there's, and I, th- I just, I, I but and I, really, I really love that because, like, there's another one I was playing where uh, a woman was trying to get me hooked into a pyramid scheme um, of trying to buy a super water. I don't think, I don't know if don't you played that, that one. one, probably not, but um, it starts off like there's, like, when you're walking around the random world, there's a lot of scenes where, like, random passerbys are getting picked on by Yakuza and you yep. can intervene. Yep. And it starts, it starts like any of those other ones. But then they make it seem like the woman that you are trying to save might ac- not actually be a good person. And then she's like hooking you into a weird pyramid scheme and that turns into like a text adventure. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. It is I, excellent. I actually, and like the way to, I actually just did yeah. one like that in Kiwami. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a very it's, similar it's, story. And, it, and it's funny because they, they play like they, they basically keep throwing new mechanics at you. The mechanics you are familiar with, then they twist them and warp them in sort of fun, fun ways. Um, and I just, I just, I do like the, the tone of the um, main thing is deadly serious although to the point i will say that it handles some subjects like not super great like they have they like to redeem really terrible people like all the time in these games yeah. like no that guy's probably just a garbage person don't call him like the best person you've ever he just, met he just <laughs> murdered six people and kidnapped some guys and yeah it's two days later and he did this one nice thing for you so now he's cool <laughs> yeah yeah and like I, I i kind of have like a weird feeling about like 
painting the Yakuza like in a super positive light, like a lot of the times too. Like, because your main character is like Mr. Rogers, but he beats people up. I don't know. Yeah, Karu <laughs> especially is kind of that weird. Like, you're you're really nice, but you're also doing all this stuff. But you're super nice about it. <laughs> yeah, it always seems like he's just like he's like a victim of circumstance rather than like actually doing bad stuff. But all the people around him, like all the people he respects, are doing really horrible shit yeah. all the time. I don't this, know. this guy raised <laughs> me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna honor him and do him. It's like that dude just murdered a whole bunch of people. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, you stop that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and I, and I think I think that's what it has issues with because they do because the game does a very good job of painting characters in a really bad light. But then, like, also trying to redeem them at the same time, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, but I think all the characters are really, really well done. I just love this series. I could go on and on. I don't know if there's anything else yeah. you want to. <laughs> I think we can wrap that up here because I think otherwise we're just going to start getting into comments in general about Yakuza. But um, mm-hmm. it's if if you have not gotten into Yakuza, what I will say to kind of wrap this up: having tried some of the older ones or one of the mm-hmm. older ones, and just not being into it at all, give Yakuza Zero a fair chance. It is a yeah. crazy game. It's one of those games where I feel like if you gave it a shot, there are, almost anybody could enjoy this game, um, yeah. which is a, something that I don't say very lightly. And I don't say about very many games because there's a lot of games that are just clearly designed for a certain person. This one just, it's so well done and there's so much yeah. to do in it that I really feel like if you play this, there's something you're going to find in there that you're going to love. Yeah, and and, and just like as a matter of fact sort of thing, it just got on like, one of like a list of twelve games that are that are going to be released on like their PS4's greatest hits brand or something yeah. like that, and I thought that was hilarious. Well, two, <laughs> two of the twelve are Yakuza games. It's Zero and Kiwami are both on. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, there. That should be enough to sit here and go like, okay, we got Bloodborne, we got God of War, we got Infamous, well, and we got Yakuza. Yakuza. <laughs> like, yeah. That right there should be enough exactly. to say like, this is where this series is, and I'm I'm so yeah. happy that like these things are like Kiwamis are coming out and to be able to get caught back up and just really get yeah. into the series while it's really I think hitting its stride. Yeah, it's definitely a good time to do it. Like they're definitely making a conscientious effort to try to reintroduce the series for new players. And like Zero is a great place to start. Kwame, Kwame Two is coming. Yep. They've announced a Zero Two. It's it's a good time to get in for sure. Um, but we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.